early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket because we are going on a first class ride across the web. Hello. First of all, I would like to say that I am Jason's number one fan in the whole world. Um, I would die for him. Also, I would like to know what is going on with chalk. Like, what is it made of and where does it come from? And that is all. Goodbye. Well, hey there, Riley. Fantastic question. Really appreciate you reaching out. And ironically, I was actually with her when we were discussing this idea as we went rock climbing for the first time in many moons. And every single person is using chalk, obviously, to like dry their hands, stop it from getting as calloused. I don't know if that's really the use. I think it's mainly just for dry purposes. But we were curious as to what the fuck chalk really is and... What was its original purpose? I know it's nice for like rock climbing right now. Do you think, Patrick, that it was used to simply maybe just to dry our hands? Maybe drying some other things? I don't know. Because how, how often do you need really dry hands like that? I don't know. Like, do you if think you need that's... that good grip. If you're, if you're in something where you're maybe sweating a shit ton, like that's what rock climbing mm-hmm. is for. Like if yeah. you're in a situation where your hands will be sweaty, so maybe you're exercising and you need to have a good grip on something i'm thinking maybe like i'm trying to think of what you would do that would be making you sweat so much i'm thinking what if you were like it was for like house construction back in the day any sort of big construction you needed your (laughs) hands dry you didn't fucking drop shit i have no idea i don't know very specific but where do you find chalk too yeah, I I was yeah I don't is it a mineral that is just I think like it's something that's mined I don't know is it mined it could be maybe a mix of things as well I don't hmm. I don't really know if it was used for drying things all I can think about right now for some reason is how wood chips were used to dry shit back in the day as well like did you ever in school when you were in like elementary school I don't know if <laughs> if you threw up or you saw someone throw up. But back in the day, they would just throw wood chips on the vomit to like soak it up before cleaning it. That's not wood chips. It's like wood. Well, shavings, shavings like sawdust. Okay, yeah. Okay, not yeah. a fucking. All right, I, I didn't. You got clarify. me confused there. I was thinking wood <laughs> chips like a playground almost. <laughs> yeah, the they actually just reuse those wood chips outside afterwards, <laughs> so it works. You know. <laughs> uh but no chalk. I don't know. Mind Maybe even drawing or made. Like- what what did Egyptians use for hieroglyphics? No, they that stays on too that well. Was, that was that was ink, some sort yeah. of paint. It's got to be like a dye almost. Hmm. Yeah, which is something I wanted to talk about because regular sidewalk chalk. What do you think they use for dyes? Like, what is the? I, I know it's like probably synthetically made now, but I I don't understand what a dye is or how you get color. How do you just get liquid color? Yeah, I don't know. That <laughs> that is a good Combo. question. You know, like what a, I don't know. This is what we're here for. So let we should write down the questions that we have and see if we can get them right. I'm gonna open okay. up a notes real quick. Number one, chalk, mind or made? I think it's 
definitely mined from some mineral or something like that. I'm going to say it's made. What do you uh, mean I, by made? You don't just get it raw from mining it. There might be a material that's mined and then like something done to it to be able to make it into chalk, but I don't think you just mine raw chalk. Hmm. Would something like getting salt from the sea is is that considered made in your opinion and i don't really understand what you're saying by made um well i think like maybe some sort of like chemical process because there's always something that has to be done to something in order to get it to be usable yeah okay i I think what i'm thinking for made is that it's multiple things that are mined that are put together to make chalk if that I gotcha. makes sense. You know, engineered for a final product. Like, it's not... The salt thing, I understand. That's original salt, and you're just, like, extracting it from the original, I don't know, ocean water that you grabbed. Mm-hmm. So you're just saying it's a combination of multiple components, Yeah, basically. I don't think it's just a one solid thing that you're plucking from okay. whatever resource you're grabbing. Okay. So we differ on that one. I think that means we got it right. Because we both yeah, said yeah, no matter what, different. one of us has it. It's going to be some third option that we didn't even think of. <laughs> <laughs> so that's chalk. What I know, I felt like we had more questions, but I can't think of anything anymore. I uh, know we dyes? had dyes. Yeah, dyes definitely made nowadays, but how? There's no way it's still berries and shit. No, Is I it? was going to say I wouldn't know how synthetically, but I could imagine naturally as berries and flowers and all that stuff. I just don't know how you, what liquid color it is. I'm also curious why they always have a number after it. Like, if you look at ingredients, it's <laughs> red 40 or something like that. Yeah. Or I think blue that's 32. And that's, and that's only in... Yeah, okay, so why are colors numbered in food products? Yeah. Or is it always numbered? I have no idea. I've only seen it in food products, but that's probably because it's only listed there. Really. Yeah, I was going to say, how many other products do you see what an actual color is labeled as? <laughs> uh, besides paint, probably nothing else, honestly. Maybe that's just to identify it easier. Maybe there are multiple blues in food dye, but one's more commonly used. Well, yeah, that's what I'm assuming, is that it's different like shades. Like, like it's a... Yeah, and why... Is it the same? Like, there's, like, top dogs in the food products that we eat. I always see, like, red 40, red 40, red 40. Yeah. And why? Why Is that the best red? Just most appealing, I guess. Yeah, I guess. How the fuck? This isn't even about chalk anymore. (laughs) No, I was just thinking that exact (laughs) same thing. It's going to be chalk slash dyes. Food dye. We'll go with that. Food dye. People are going to be very confused how initially they got there. But the sidewalk chalk. You guys got it. You're, You're keeping up, right? There's a connection. Somewhere. It doesn't have to be Small that connection. We'll, we'll fucking tiptoe across that connection. I anyway. mean, we connected mines and silkworms, so I think this yeah. is a little more connected. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to re-listen that episode. I'm still flabbergasted as to how we got there. <laughs> Dyes, though. If you had to just any sort of process to be able to get the colors, what, what are you going to throw out there? I have no idea. Are there chemicals that are usually certain colors, so then when Just they're mixed, color. they can make new colors? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm I gonna really don't know that good. much about industrial chemistry. So Chemicals that are already colored. Have a natural color to them. That I don't know. already have a natural color. And then you just mix and match. That's my guess. What about you? Beauty. Berries and shit. <laughs> I'm still? keeping it simple. I have no idea. Maybe, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Berries slash natural colorings, and then, I don't know, add some sort of something to it. 
No idea. I'm going raw dog with it. <laughs> and then uh, last thing, Egyptian hieroglyphics or artwork. We're thinking just ink or what type, how, what, what do you think that I is? I think that's one of those natural dyes, like ground up flowers or berries and all that type of stuff. I'm going to agree with you on that one. So natural dye. All right, boom. Is there any other questions we're missing? Actually, no. I think they carved it into the stone. I think... You're changing it? Well, hieroglyphics, I think, were carved well, in. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know hieroglyphics there's, are like, I'm talking about the, the canvases, like the, like, that. giant... Yeah, 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 that's what I'm more talking about. Not the okay. hieroglyphics. I, I said that wrong. I apologize. So cave paintings would be, yeah, more of a natural dye. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, was there any other questions, though? Probably, but I don't remember them. I know it's crazy. We were just I was I said I said we had so many questions and then we we got one out and I was like, well, that's all we have. We're going to re-listen. I think that's a good side. start. We uh, I think we're going to come up with more questions along the way. Boom. Okay. So, start with the chalk. actual episode chalk. Is chalk mind or made? Man-made. And what the fuck is it? Wow. Patarth, I think you're taking the fucking cake. Yeah, it looks like a form of limestone composed of calcite. Why? How does that happen? <laughs> How does that just get formed? It's so fucking crazy. It looks like it's in the sea after a lot of compression and submicroscopic plankton, which fall to the sea floor. Okay. Wow. So, dead, so microscopic that are organisms. Yeah. In water and make this erase, not erasable. Not dissolvable. What would you say? How would you describe the rubbing off of chalk? I don't know. It's not dissolvable. It's There's a word for it. And it, it, maybe there's not. Maybe we need to invent this word. Kind of dissolvable. It makes sense that it's a form of limestone, though, because it's so easily corroded by water. Yeah. You should look up the needles. It's The, the needles? Yeah, it's like an island off of England. That has a giant chalk formation. It's pretty cool. The Needles. What the fuck is this? Canyonlands in Moab, Utah? Oh, no. There's... Is this a bunch of chalk shit, too? No, this is just a regular... The Isle of Wright? I feel like I've heard of that, actually. I have not. The Isle of Wright or White? W-I-G-H-T? W-I-G-H-T, yep. And this has got that chalk... The, pulverized yeah, the is that the word you were looking for no i don't know it's like the just is it just rubbing off you know what i'm talking about how it creates a rock when you rub it it slowly degrades disintegrates degrades, yeah disintegrate i don't know fuck me it's done and gone the isle of white or right and we're looking yeah, for the, the needles the needles off of the isle of right you could also just wikipedia chalk and it's right on there the needles oh damn yeah, that's a lot of chalk. Yeah, that is. It's straight up. It's like, how big is that? I can't get a reference. Is that a lighthouse that's right next to it? That's behind it? I don't know. Because if that's a lighthouse, those are fucking huge. There's this rock formation that, if it's a lighthouse, is as tall as the lighthouse. And then, like, I don't know, if you put five lighthouses side by side, and then there's a couple of those. Yeah, it is a white house, or lighthouse. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fuck ton of chalk. Wow. And it almost looks like the coast of the actual island is made out of chalk, too. Yeah, that's what I was looking at as well. It's fucking... 
I'm sure the edges are for sure. I wonder how deep that goes in though. Well, if it's chalk, it wouldn't stay very long, right? Like it would, it would slowly erode. Yeah, away. but I oh, mean, is that the word I was looking for? Ero- yeah, just erode. erode, probably. Sure. Just because it's made out of limestone or chalk doesn't mean it's going to instantly degrade, but it means over time it definitely will. That's why we have so yeah. many sinkholes in Florida, and then also that's why we have a decent amount of caves in Wisconsin. Like Cave of the Mounds is because it's all limestone there. So just over time, the water will dissolve or degrade or carve it out. But yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to just fall apart for no reason. Too porous, sedimentary rock. Can't handle any weight. So is there a bunch of chalk mines then, or is it just wherever it's present? I'm curious about chalk mining, because we got a lot of chalk. Where the fuck is it all coming from? Yeah, it's true. Are we destroying places like this? Oh, yeah. No, there's definitely chalk mines. I'm looking at an underground picture of a chalk mine in Scotia, Nebraska. There's chalk quarries in England as well. Yeah, one thing that's kind of dangerous about this is because it is so soft, you have to be careful about a lot of collapses from underground mining of chalk, which makes sense. I was just reading the same thing about cliffs in different parts of Europe that are are made out of chalk like that. The ocean or sea or whatever it's connected to will slowly erode the bottom part of it that's touching it and then eventually the weight above just collapses yeah that's kind of cool just like glaciers and shit i'm looking up the largest chalk mine we're back to mines everybody most chalk was deposited during the cretaceous period which was between 145 million years ago and 66 million years ago And that's because there was a lot of waters and seas that were over a lot of the areas that we now have as actual land. So the deposits were there, and then now we actually have access to them and are able to mine them in the underground mines that you're talking about. I gotcha. This is so weird. I'm seeing a fucking advertisement right now for Happy Jack Peak and Chalk Mine, which is the the picture I was looking at in Scotia, Nebraska. I I don't know if there's just not a lot that... Nebraska's known for, but apparently this chalk mine is a huge fucking deal in Nebraska. Huh. I guess that makes sense, maybe. <laughs> I couldn't name another thing in Nebraska. Oh, it says that the Happy Jack chalk mine is one of the only two underground diatomite mines. Is diatomite chalk? I don't know. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, diatomite versus chalk. That's a competitor. Oh, shit. They're very similar, it looks like. I wonder why we don't use diatomite for sidewalk drawings. Well, I don't know what sidewalk drawing is. Maybe it is. You think it's a different mineral and we just call it chalk? <laughs> I mean, there's people that said chalk versus diatomite, so I don't know what the fuck it is. It looks like there's different types of chalk. There's, <laughs> well, different types of things that we use now as chalk. There's gypsum chalk, which has more dust, I guess. And then there's also calcium carbonate chalk which is harder and requires more pressure to actually make marks but it has less dust i think the calcium carbonate or maybe it's magnesium carbonate is what is used for rock climbing Hmm. oh yeah there's also a thing speaking of climbing that i wanted to fucking look up it's called liquid chalk and i wanted to know what the fuck that was huh i've never heard of that i know Either had I until I saw it on the back of the chalk bag that I purchased. That seems counterintuitive because it's making something wet where the point is to dry it. 
I don't know. Maybe it just dries super fucking quickly. Did you use it? No. I got a loose chalk bag and some chalk to throw in there. And on the back of the chalks bag was just a bunch of different products that the same company sold. And one of them was liquid chalk. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So who fucking knows? All right. I don't really know too much about chalk, honestly. I can't even find a fucking difference between chalk and this other thing I was talking about. And it looks like over by Europe is where like some of the largest chalk mines were. It looks like most chalk that we actually use is not actually chalk. It's oh, the yeah? gypsum chalk. What is gypsum is, chalk? It's it's just made out of gypsum, which is a, a salt. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Gypsum, gypsum chalk. Oh, and this, this, yeah, this is literally what's used for any sort of regular sidewalk chalk. It looks like it's produced in a very similar manner, which is from plankton and being compressed. So I don't really understand what the difference is. Like, how does the same process produce two different things? Oh, it looks like it's what is combined with, it looks like, what happened to the plankton. Because what chalk is, is calcium and oxygen combined with carbon, while gypsum is calcium and oxygen combined with sulfur. What was that? Real chalk is calcium and oxygen combined with carbon, while gypsum is calcium and oxygen combined with sulfur. So it looks like it's whatever that other ingredient that's That's combined with it is. Combined with it. Determines what it is. Determines what it is, yep. Strange. It looks like gypsum is also used as a mortar for construction since the dawn of civilization and can still be found in the Egyptian pyramids. Gypsum's pretty fucking useful. Yeah, it looks like gypsum's more abundant too, which is part of the reason what, that the we've kind of switched. Yeah, yeah, mined in ninety countries and nineteen U.S. states. I got you. Yeah, I mean that would make sense why the switch. Oh, it's pretty malleable as well. I think this article is talking about how gypsum can be easily turned into a fine powder by dehydrating it, and then. Also has the remarkable quality of being the only natural substance that can be restored to the, its original rock-like state by addition of water alone. It'd be pretty interesting to have just a powder, add some water to it, and watch it clump. Yeah, I wonder if you can make some sculptures or something out of that. Some interesting chalk pieces. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Oh, shit. I'm trying to... Is this real? Did you ever, when you got your braces, do you remember when they made a mold pretty much of your mouth so that they could show you why you needed braces Yeah, originally? So not the pink shit that was used to make the mold, but to be able to make the mold itself, you remember that it was white and looked like chalk? Yeah. That's actually gypsum. Huh. They used like a gypsum powder, mixed it with water and some other solutions, and then poured it inside of the casting mold that they made from the impression, and then let it expand and make your teeth pretty much. That makes sense, because I recently got fitted for a new mouth guard for oh, really? sleeping at night, and long story short, the dentist took a very long time to get back to me, and it was messed up when I went back in there. Like It wouldn't actually fit in my mouth, because when oh. they did the actual impression they kind of yanked it to the side and so it was it was all messed up but then he tried basically putting it on the model to make sure that it, it was the right thing there and then putting it on my teeth and he's like kind of going back and forth and being like what the heck's going on here 
but <laughs> every time he'd take it off the model, it would rip off part of the tooth there and would kind of disintegrate. Yeah. I'm like, wow, is that really supposed to be that tight? <laughs> but it, I guess it makes sense that it's kind of made of a chalk-like material. Yeah. That it was so easily degradable. That <laughs> was pretty fucking crazy. What are the odds that we would find that out? When did you get that done? I finally got the actual thing a month ago, maybe. Okay. I got to get one of those as well. I have yet to do it. All right. I'm not finding too much more about chalk, though. That was a pretty interesting time. Looks like it's just fucking mind, which means you got that one right, buddy. Woo. Dyes, though. Let's hop onto that. What sort of dye is used to make chalk different colors? I don't know if they're going to have that, but it's very specific. I guess you might be kind of right, though, because the original method to use chalk on a blackboard or something like that was to grind natural chalk into a fine powder, add water and clay as a binder, and then add various mm. colors. I got so you. maybe what we were using is actually made, but chalk in and of itself is a mine substance. All right. Half points for both. How about that? There we go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Show the love. <laughs> when I'm looking at chalk paint colors, it's just talking about making your own chalk color. Jesus, I didn't even know that there were so many fucking dyes or dyeing methods. Yeah. There are a lot of ways to actually make (laughs) natural dye, too. I was surprised at that. Yeah, Synthetically, though, or just different types of dyes are acid dyes, basic dyes, direct or substantive dyes, mordant dyes, vat dyes, reactive dyes, dispersed dyes, azoic dyes, sulfur dyes, and that's it. (laughs) Wow. But that's a shit ton of different methods. I found more on the natural colorings, which are usually from plants and animals. And some of the more common ones are cartanoids. I don't know what that is. Chlorophyll, that would obviously be a green. Anthocyanin, I'm guessing that's a blue. Yeah. But maybe not. Turmeric. And then a lot of colorings also use matcha or spirulina. I know that's a a seaweed. And then red food dye, which we actually talked about in a previous episode, and I totally forgot about it, is made out of bugs. Oh, yeah. Holy (laughs) shit. Is it bugs? Yeah, it's... What were the bugs? Made from... Beetles? Cochneal insects, which are usually found on prickly pear cacti in the North American deserts. And then they're dried and grinded into a powder, which turns bright red when mixed with water. Beautiful. Crazy, all the shit that you have to do just to be able to fucking make it die. And then people realize that and then just keep repeating it. It wild. Just the human process of getting colors is insane. And it looks like synthetic dyes come from cracking crude oil. So specific colors, attributes, and ranges come from chemicals derived from only petroleum products. I saw that, but I don't really understand how we get... Yeah, what is cracking crude oil? What does that mean? I'm curious about the cracking crude oil thing. The first synthetic dye was discovered by accident by William Henry Perkin. I feel like he sounds familiar to us. Does that sound familiar to you? Maybe It sounds like just a a generic name, though. Did he make Perkins? (laughs) Holy shit. I think he did. Imagine being known as the first guy to make the color purple. (laughs) (laughs) thank you sir perkin this is a pretty interesting first dye though purple i like that 
it looks like he was trying to synthesize a medication used to treat malaria, but in- instead he ended up with a purple colored dye. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fucking eat it. Who knows? <laughs> it looks like the natural purple that's used is usually created from mollusks. Mm. It looks like all the different types of dyes you listed off before are just so they can work with different things they're being applied to, such as wool or acrylic or leather or anything like that. That's pretty interesting. Each dye forms better with that sort of substance, so it would give it a more proper look or pop in color. Oh, Jesus. I'm trying to understand how they make colors, and it's too complicated for me to get. Holy shit. (laughs) So not only was our good old man... William Henry Perkin, a chemist, but he's also a genius fucking marketer because he really realized the commercial potential of his purple product. Tyrian purple was an ancient dye that was super expensive back in the day because it took thousands of sea snail shells to produce a little bit of the dye. And so you would wear that color purple as a sign of being wealthy and just marking yourself of higher social status because you were able to spend that much money on just colored clothing. And Perkin initially called his Mauvian purple, Tyrian purple, and that was <laughs> a deliberate reference to that time period. So his clothing that were it was colored that color really started flying off the shelves there simply due to that little marketing tactic. Wow. That's pretty interesting, too, that it seems like he accidentally discovered one of the most valuable colorings, actually. (laughs) What is aniline, though? I've been seeing this aniline thing a lot. It was used to make the actual dye. Aromatic amine. Basically some fine chemical. So, So this method of making that dye from this aniline chemical actually became super popular, and then a bunch of other colors, I believe, came from the mixture of or chemical whatever the fuck they're doing with aniline to be able to make purple if you added other substances to it could make it into different colors but one drawback to these new artificial dyes was that these colors were liable to fade so over time it would pretty much just lose all color and go back to its original state oh really yeah i wonder how they got it to actually stick i don't know either Oh, it looks like he was also the first one to synthesize kumarin, which is one of the raw materials for perfume. Oh. Wow, this guy's just making fake everything. That's very impressive, though. This is pretty cool. There's this guy, so there's a story about this businessman who, or maybe I don't know if he was a businessman, actually, but he was very dismayed when he came home and he saw that a lot of his colored fabrics were actually starting to fade and so he decided to he started to try developing dyes that didn't fade quite as quickly so he actually created a sample test card of dyed fabrics so i'm looking at these little simple fabric pieces that are just dyed a bunch of colors and he sent them to his brother-in-law who is working in India and said to keep the fabrics in direct sunlight for weeks and even months at a time to see which colors would fade the fastest. That way he could work on dyes that needed to, oh. that just needed the most work. Wow. That's actually a genius way to test that. 
Yeah. I don't know how. Oh, yeah. So he, yeah, he basically, and he used just a bunch of different dyes. I said it backwards. He didn't see which one needs to be fixed. He actually just looked at it to see which one would last the longest and then would use, he found, he found a chemist to, to try and find the reason why those dyes worked better so that he could find the chemical structures that they had so that he could try to change the chemical structures of other colors to last more. And he called these types of dyes Sundor. <laughs> which translates from Scottish to sun stubborn. So sun stubborn colors. Oh, jumping to one of our other questions that we had, why are there numbers behind food dyes? And it looks like part of that is just to show that the food and drug administration has actually cleared that for use. If you see it without a number, that means it's only approved for drugs and cosmetics. But if it has a number, then it's for food, drugs, and cosmetics. Okay. So numbers are good. Yeah. And then it's also just easier to identify compared to its actual long chemical name that's made out of. And then easier to put on labels and all that. So what test does a color need to pass to be able to pass the food aspects of that? I do not know. I'd assume it's just like any other food and it has to be shown in studies not to cause bad side effects but how do they do that how do they test that do they feed that to like a certain color dye to an animal over a longitudinal time period probably mice a lot of studies are with mice because they live so shortly that a lot of the effects can be seen quicker rapidly strange so we're just going to keep feeding this fucking mouse. This and then also we have very genetically similar mice. You can get mice that are basically clones of other mice. So you can do tests that are very similar versus people are very different. Yeah. I know that's how a lot of testing for different things is used on. They have different labeling systems for the type of mice you can get. You can say, I want... I I don't know the exact name of it, but it's like a certain color and number mice, and they have that exact (laughs) thing. Like, oh, yeah, we'll just whip up some of those. What the fuck? That should be a fucking episode in itself. Lab mice? Yeah, honestly. (laughs) It's coming here, folks, I promise. Damn it, I was typing out a question. I accidentally typed in lab instead of the question. (laughs) It's on my mind. (laughs) What the fuck? So, our last question we were talking about, Egyptian paintings and why they lasted so long, what the fuck were they made out of? Well, there's a huge fucking process that we now know as to what they used. So, Egypt, a lot of times they would want to smooth out a surface, whether that be wood, a wall, and so they would use first either like some sort of fabric they would hang up or they would use a layer of gesso which gesso is a white material used to make any surface a little bit smoother for painting. And that's a (laughs) gypsum mixture that was also mixed with glue. So I'm guessing some kind of broken down gypsum powder with glue that was rubbed on. And then they used a background color, which was used from natural paints made from either insects or berries. And then colors would actually be used one by one. So they would use like all red colors, all the red color first initially for the painting. Uh They would let it dry and then maybe add like a little layer of varnish and then add another 
coating on top and then paint their next color. Wow. That's a pretty crazy process, honestly. I mean, they're still fucking around, though. So they did a great job. I mean, they painted on a fucking rock and it's still there. (laughs) So Jesus. (laughs) Egyptians, you guys you guys did it all. And we and we brought it full circle back to the gypsum. Is that actually common in Egypt? I know there are some cave paintings and stuff like that in France, but I wasn't sure if there are that many actual paintings in Egypt. It looks like a lot of paintings and stuff was also just on wood slabs or wooden materials that would be used inside of a house. Ah, okay. So maybe not on a wall, but there, there, there was there was some. Oh, wow. And they found a bunch of different rocks that gave different colors when broken down and grinded. Red ochre obviously would be red. Yellow ochre, yellow, so the same type of rock, but very different colors. Orpiment, which was a deep yellow. Malachite, which is a very green green. Calcite, which was used for white. And carbon black for black, obviously. Whoa. Uh, To be able to make blue, they used a man-made material called Egyptian blue, which was just a bunch of natural ingredients that were grinded together and mixed Maybe some sort of like liquid, maybe water or something was added into it. And then they would heat it up to an extremely high temperature. And when it cooled, I think it would turn blue. Oh, wow. How in the world do people figure that out? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Egyptians are fucking crazy. Back to the FDA and how they actually (laughs) make sure that something's safe. Because I was very curious about this. Yeah, for, that's a good one. For some things, there isn't an actual FDA approval, but for anything that's a food additive, it does need to be approved by the FDA first. And that's done by submitting just different studies and proving that it's safe. And an FDA expert apparently reviews the results to make sure that there were appropriate tests done by the company to make sure that it's actually safe for its intended use. But there is another way to kind of get around that, and there are some ingredients that are considered generally recognized as safe, which those do not require a pre-market approval as a food additive, but they have been already considered safe by the FDA. So it sounds like they were kind of already determined to be okay, but I don't know. Looks like if we're going to eat it, it's probably fairly safe. For the most part. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> All righty. I have no more questions on chalk. Do you have questions on chalk? I think we're good on that. All right. Maybe what was the world's largest chalk drawing? Oh, Jesus, dude. They Yeah, let's get into some fun things. Well, fucking eight. Well, in um I got a bunch of fucking memories. Do you have any good memories with chalk? I feel like they're all hopscotch related. Oh, really? I never actually played hopscotch very much. Really? Huh. Yeah, I I wasn't really about it. That's surprising, because you're all jumpy and energetic. I I would have thought that's a perfect game for you. It was just too simple. It was just one foot in, two foot. I don't know. I wasn't, I I wasn't impressed. But no, I remember I did a, a chalk drawing competition with Ellie back in the day to try and get into Somerset for free. Oh, you got to fucking find that picture. That's old as shit. We did this huge drawing, but then there's also... Back in Appleton, they had, or no, was that Wausau? I don't even remember. There's a chalk drawing competition. I think that was Wausau. I don't or remember. Maybe that it was in a Appleton. competition. Maybe it wasn't a competition. I think maybe it was just a chalk drawing festival. 
Uh, I think it was in Wausau. And they basically closed out the square around the Capitol in Madison, except just on a much smaller scale in the downtown of Wausau. And the entire sidewalk is just divvied out into different spaces that you can rent out and people would do their chalk drawing. And then you would just walk around and enjoy the art, which is pretty fun. Largest drawing of chalk, though. Are we going dimensional size? Yeah. It looks like this is a hotly contested world record. I'm seeing one from... 2008 but then it looks like it got beat twice in 2015 which was in greeley colorado hey september 12th 2015 holy shit that's not that old greeley's pretty close too yeah the pavement art is wow 18,076 feet what wait (laughs) i gotta take a look at this worlds is it all filled in it looks like the theme was celebrating nature, and I'm trying to see an actual... I'm seeing the construction of it, but I haven't seen an actual picture. I want to see a sky view of this. Yeah. Oh, it looks like it was made up of a lot of individual squares that were all connected and then weaved around. Yeah, a parking Just lot. a giant parking lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's not what I expected by any means. No, that's not what some of the other ones were either. I thought it was going to be one connect. I mean, it is a connected piece, yes, but... I, I feel like that's almost cheating, honestly. Yeah, you- I'm kind of pissed off. <laughs> I wanted it to be one giant drawing. No gaps in between. It looks like... if you ever played the game of Snake? Yeah. And you got really close to the end... Or you pretty much did. You got you pretty much beat the game, and your whole fucking body's taking up the entire room, but there's, like, gaps and shit in it. It's what they did in a parking lot. And I guess it's just a bunch of different segmented drawings in there. It's cool that they did get that many people to come and do a drawing, but fuck me. It looks like in the 2008 one, it was, it looks like a, I don't know, it looks like a big salamander or something like that. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing it. Holy shit. See, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, it was made over two weeks. Wow. Jesus. 90,000 90, square feet. <laughs> How sketched out would you be about some fucking rain? Yeah. I'd be freaking out. Uh, it was in so, yeah, California. And, I guess that makes sense. They okay, never get any okay. rain. That's why they're always yeah, on fire. Yeah, but that's what I wanted. I wanted one giant drawing like that. It's a cool one, too. It looks like it's made up of a bunch of individual drawings as well, for the yeah. most part. But it's an actual overall drawing, One too, piece. instead of just yeah. a snake. That bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little I'd be salt. If I was the salamander peeps in California, I'd be a little salt. Well, no, there was one in Denmark that was done one month before that one, too. I can't find a good aerial view <laughs> of that one, though. Is it the, the dude's face? I'm seeing that one. Looks like we're going to have to try and beat that record, though. I think we can No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I have the fucking patience for that. <laughs> Ellie and I made a fucking chalk drawing that I thought was still pretty big. I would say it was probably like eight feet wide and like four to five feet long. And that took an entire afternoon to do. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because the salamander one we were talking about had over 4,000 children using it. And it still took them <laughs> over two oh weeks. My God. I guess 6,000 people in total. That's crazy. That's so many people. All to draw a salamander. <laughs> I wonder why a salamander. Oh, I just closed out of the tab. I'm not sure. <laughs> no worries. 
chalk though. I think I'm good on chalk. I don't have any more questions. There it is. Good on chalk. What about dyes? It looks any more questions? No, I'm done with dyes. <laughs> I'm over dyes. I'm over chalk. It's been a fun time, y'all. I hope you learned a thing or two. I hope you maybe got a giggle in there. We've been giggling. Giggle with us. And thanks, Riley, once again here for sending in. If you guys want to hear or have any other questions or topic ideas, please check out our website. It's very simple to use. It'll be a little purple. Record a message there. Send it in. We'll put you at the front. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. What's going on? The dive. The love, the fans, the support. We love you. Have a good one. <laughs> the podcast that makes you wonder about things you've never wondered about. There it is. Chalking over and out. Are we done yet? Oh, we are. All right. Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time. That's what's going on the pod at gmail.com and we hope to hear from you soon please rate and subscribe on your podcast player of choice thank you